Hey, beautiful humans. Welcome to Sex, Love and Everything in Between. Mm, You're here with Jacob and my wife, Meg. And this is the place where we have all the very, very real, raw and extremely unfiltered conversations (laughs) about sex, love and everything in between. Oh, yeah. It's here you get a behind-the-scenes look into our relationship. And we will not be holding back, will we, my love? No, Mm -mm. we don't know how to do that. Not at all. So, beautiful ones, thank you for being here. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everybody. We have the amazing Eleanor Hadley back with us again this week. If you... Well, you don't have to listen to last week's episode, but... Eleanor was with us last week talking about how to pleasure a pussy, specifically tactics for licking pussy. Yes. And now we're back and we're going to be talking about sucking cock. Of course. Obviously. We we simply must. (laughs) We're just saying like, how is this our life? How is this our job? It's rather ridiculous, but you know, it's very important and vital information that a lot of us don't receive. And I know, I know that some of you listening have done exactly what I used to do when I was in my early twenties, go on to Google and be like, how the fuck do I suck a dick? Mm. And so, you know what? I created a course all about it. And I'm like, here, this is the information that you need. It's so true. I used to hold a lot of shame. It's so interesting that I do the work I do now because Mm. I was the kind of teenager that like I kissed a boy a lot later than all my friends. I had sex like, well, not a lot later, but like I was just out of high school. So still 17, but I felt so much shame for not being exploratory. So I didn't want to talk about, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I definitely didn't want anyone to know that I didn't know what I was doing. Yes, And I think that's such an energy, even when we're in our fucking twenties, thirties, probably Mm forties and fifties. I I know we have some people listening to the podcast that have been married for, you know, decades and decades. And, you know, our conversations about sex are really shifting things for them. But I think it's so important to like, let go of this idea that we should just know what the fuck to do. Like yeah. how? Exactly. How? Like, <laughs> Especially if we're in a heterosexual relationship, yeah. we should suddenly just know how to pleasure. I don't know what it's like to have a dick. Totally. <laughs> what do I do with one? Like it is wild that we have this expectation that like, oh, you should just know. And even, you know, as sex educators, when I meet people who aren't in this space and they hear mm. that I'm a sex educator. They're like, what do you mean? Like you teach people how to, how to have sex. And I'm like, well, I'm not in the room with you with a fucking whistle. Um, people so- have thought that because I am I say I'm a sex and relationship coach and they have a vision that I'm in the bedroom yeah. with them. Yeah. Full on like referee yeah. get up. Yeah. And just being like, foul play, <laughs> wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> Penalty shot. (laughs) That's a red card. Um, I don't know sports references. Anyway, um, no, there's definitely a space to that. That's not what I do. Um, But yeah, we do need to learn how to have sex. We do Mm -hmm. need to learn other pleasure anatomy. We do need to learn our own pleasure anatomy. Yeah. Because we aren't taught that. Like our sex education system is cooked mm-hmm. and very inadequate mm-hmm. and doesn't teach about pleasure at all. It just teaches, you know, all all the scare sort of fear mongering things around sex. Yeah. And so where are we learning this? And if we say porn, that's unfortunately incorrect because mm-hmm. that's not a good um teaching resource. It's not, it's not a good place to learn because it is performative mm-hmm. by nature. It's intended to be performative. And 
I'm not anti-porn by any means, but I think that if that's the only place that we are seeing sex represented and we're not seeking out knowledge, and obviously anyone who's listening is seeking out knowledge, mm. which is wonderful, and I think it is important to learn, okay, I, I want to be better and I want to bring my lover more pleasure. What can I do? How can I be better? Mm. And I think one, and I'm sure you're an advocate for this too, is like you said, like learning about our own pleasure and that is so, I think we were talking about in the last episode how so often women, or maybe this was just in our conversations, um, outsource yes. their pleasure. And that was such my experience of mm-hmm. like, oh, I just, you should know. Yeah. I'm just going to lie here and yeah. you turn me on, you touch all the places, mm. you do that. And then he can't make me come. Totally. Can you make yourself? And are you communicating what does work? Do you know what works for you? Uh Uh-huh. Like we need to learn our own bodies. It's so important. Completely. And so when we learn and have our own relationship with our own pleasure, our own pussies, our own cocks, then we can, yes, like education outside of that is really important, but then we're actually able to give our sexual partners information. Yeah. Like if we're literally just going into a sexual experience, assuming that they should know, especially because everyone's body is different. You know, there's... I know you said what you're going to teach has a 99.9% success rate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got you. There is, there is a, yeah, like every, every body is different and that, that commute, that knowledge of our own body and pleasure is so important to bring in as well. A thousand percent. Mm. Um, Yeah. I think understanding your own pleasure is very, very important and being able to communicate with your partner about like what it is that they like. Mm. Um, Now, you know, we, we did the Pussy Pro episode mm. um, and by and large, vulvas are a little bit more complex. Mm-hmm. The way that we experience pleasure tends to be a bit more complex. Dicks are a bit easier. <laughs> Bless them. Bless their sweet little cotton socks. They tend to be a bit more simple mm-hmm. um, and easy to sort of figure out. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's rare that you're going to really fuck up a, a blowjob um, unless you're doing something real, real wrong, like teeth, no teeth. We don't want, we don't want any uh, accidents or emergency room <laughs> visits, but you know, it's going to feel generally pretty good mm. when you're doing most things. But like with BJ Queen and with these tongue tactics, you can really elevate it to the point where your lover is just like absolutely losing their marbles mm. and that's what we like because that's like it's it's honestly I think the blowjobs is such an interesting journey because I think that a lot of people um you can be in like one of two camps like I love them or I hate them mm. and there's not often like a like yeah they're okay like mm. maybe you're maybe you're apathetic about a blowjob but what I think is really fun in my work is taking people from like not enjoying it to fucking loving it. And I know that some people have heard me sort of say that and they're like, what do you mean? Like as if you're going to love giving a blowjob, but like it can be so fucking fun and you can feel so powerful because you're like, I have your pleasure. Well, now that's why I feel my most powerful. Like I run a successful business. I do lots of things in the world. I feel my most powerful sucking a cock. Yeah. You're like, I got this. It's this just is all me. Totally. And I think that feeling, it is something I love. Like yeah. I love doing it for my partner, but mm-hmm. I also love the transmission of my own experience mm-hmm. and, and the, the place I go in myself when I, when I do that. So but yeah, that fun. was definitely my journey of like, oh, I don't know what I'm fucking doing and I don't like doing this and yeah. I want to kind of avoid it and, uh, mm-hmm. to, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I fucking love it. Yeah. 
Yes. And that's like, that's what I I want people to experience because I think that a lot of the time when we think of sex and pleasure, um, especially in a heterosexual dynamic, and Mm -hmm. especially because we live under like a patriarchal capitalist world, Mm. we can feel like our pleasure is not ours Mm. and that our purpose is to provide them pleasure. And so often we feel this like power imbalance almost. And it can feel like, oh, well, I'm just doing this for them and they're making me, oh, no one should ever make you do it, but like, like I'm doing it just, just cause they want it. And it's, it's n- like a duty element to yeah. it. Yeah. And it's sure. just like, that's such an icky sort of energy around it. Mm. And I want people to get to a place where they're like, I actually have this really amazing gift for you and I'd like to gift you the best fucking blowjob of your life. You're welcome. You know, that's the energy we're going into. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Teach us. You said you have like a method that's I do works 99% of the time. Yeah, so it's called tell- the magic sequence. Tell us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're open to giving us the magic sequence yes. or part of it. Yes. Okay. So th- there's there's several steps to get to the magic sequence. Okay. Right. So as we know with especially with like pussy pleasure, we want to take our time. Mm. Now, when it comes to a penis, because um, the arousal for men and people with penises tends to start from the inside out, like mm. cock first, and then the rest of the body might get a little bit more um, juicy and aroused. Um, it's a little bit different. We still do want to bring in a little element of tease because we want to build up that pleasure, but we don't want to tease to the point where they're like, they're coming too fast yeah. and you're like, oops, missed the boat. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> but we do want to kind of, you know, take our time to kind of get down there. So yeah. of course, um, you know, and I go into this in a lot more detail in, in tongue tactics, but the general sort of gist of taking your time to like make out with them, um, you know, work your way down their chest, um, sort of tease around their legs. And then you sort of start with like some licking all the way up along the shaft um, and swirling around the top as well, um, kissing, things like that before actually taking it all in your mouth. Uh, Yes. And I think like, you know, just like we don't really appreciate when someone just like suddenly starts like DJing the clip Mm. um, or just like rubbing real hard right on the clip, it's not going to feel as good. I mean... (laughs) going to feel a lot better for them. Um, but it's not going to feel as good if you're just like, okay, immediately, like, I'm going to take the whole thing. I'm going to deep yeah. throw you straight away. Um, look, they're probably going to love that. But I like to set us up for success. And I want us to feel really, really comfortable to continue on um, mm. as opposed to immediately going and, you know. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you you want to build yourself up as well because like mm. this is also an arousal process for you. Mm. You can feel a lot of pleasure by giving a blowjob. And that power dynamic, well, yeah. in my experience, mm-hmm. when I, you know, don't just deep throw straight away and I'm like yeah. just – just slowly, almost like that tease, there is a real, you know, I have my man's pleasure in in my hands. Exactly. And there is a real, there's a turn on in, Mm. yeah, bringing that energy alive. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, if if we are thinking of those power dynamics, you know, if it's just like, okay, cool, I'm going to, you know, enter the groinal region and then suddenly a dick is all the way inside my mouth. Yeah. It's... It feels more like, oh, this is for you. And now you're just like 
kind of getting your pleasure and like using my mouth for your pleasure. Mm. Whereas I want this to be a reverent experience. I want this to be something where I'm like, I have the power here and mm-hmm. I'm going to, and they're just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what is, do- what is she doing next? Like, mm-hmm. this is amazing. And mm-hmm. I am losing my marbles. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I want them to be like squirming yeah. um, and losing their shit. So that's why I tend not to go like straight to like full cock in mouth. Yeah. Um, so you said go to cock, you were saying mm-hmm. licking up the shaft mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then licking around. around the tip. So I, I love like hands and um, mouth yeah. Um, because you can kind of create this illusion of deep throating as well, Yes, which is really, really handy. Um, so I love to sort of um, create this O-ring around the base mm-hmm. of the penis. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, you know, you start um, with licking and then you go up around the head yeah. and then back down and do a few of those. Maybe you sort of like kiss along as well. Mm-hmm. We have to remember though that the shaft of the penis is nowhere near as sensitive as the tip, mm-hmm. right? So just like it wouldn't be quite as exhilarating if someone is just like massaging our left flap yeah. for like 10 minutes, <laughs> you're like, uh-huh, what's next? Like you're like, my clit, like you got to touch the clit. You've got yeah. to touch the rest of it, right? So it's kind of like that. We don't want to just like focus on just like, oh, kissing, kissing and like up and down and up and down. Yeah. We want to make sure that we're actually using the entire um, mm-hmm. penis and and getting the head involved as well. Mm-hmm. So it might be that you're like using your hands and you kind of go up and around the top and then back down. Love that. And sort of like up and around and back down. Mm-hmm. And again, you can do that with your tongue as well, like mm-hmm. licking up, swirling, because that frenulum, which is the sort of seam under the um, tip of the penis, that is incredibly sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so like flicking there can be really, really great. Not spending mm-hmm. too much time there, but sort of flicking and then going back down along the shaft can be really, really amazing. Yes. So I like to call that like the lollipop, like licking. Yes. You know, up, swirling around the head mm-hmm. and back down. Um, and then we can get the hands involved as well. Um, I've got a move that I like to call the pepper grinder, mm-hmm. um, which sounds kind of aggressive. Like you're not like squeezing. <laughs> um, so you, like, chill out a little bit. We're not giving it like a little burn. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we gentle. <laughs> but like relatively firm and yeah. so we can kind of get that pepper grinder motion that's kind of going like twisting mm. the um, hands in like a fist sort of motion um, either way mm-hmm. right and we can kind of do that up and down mm. so that's really really wonderful to get that motion so that's just if you're doing hands only of course you can bring the um, mouth in into the same motion and this is where the magic sequence will come in mm-hmm. it's essentially a combo of like licking sucking and um, the pepper grinder okay so of course there's lots and lots of different like tips and tricks about like actually sucking and having the cock in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but the magic sequence is all about, um, adding in that hand movement with that sort of O ring with your, um, finger, pointer finger and your thumb around the base and creating that twisting motion up and down Mm -hmm. and then following that with your head and your mouth. So your head will sort of follow and go around Mm -hmm. at the same time. So you're twisting down like left and then turning your head and your hand right and then off and then back down. And that 
can feel so amazing. So just that motion mm. is going to feel great because mm. it's going to feel similar to a deep throat. Got you. But yeah. it's an illusion because an the illusion. hand is there, but it's still giving the sensation of yes. Of the, of the entire cock being yes. like consumed. Yes. Right. Um, so that's amazing. And you can control as well how much of the penis you want to take into your mm-hmm. mouth because you can have like the entire um, hand around doing that pepper grinder motion, or you mm-hmm. can take one, two, three fingers off so that it's just that O ring. As well, so you okay, can kind you of could come sl- up. You could slowly take more fingers off, exactly. so that you, yeah, slowly are able to take more of, yeah, the penis into your mouth. Exactly, exactly. And so, the magic sequence is using mm-hmm. that kind of motion, mm. but in a bit of a pattern. Okay, so. You can choose what pattern works for you, Mm -hmm. but I find, so using that pepper grinder with the head, sort of Mm -hmm. taking it into the mouth, up and down that twisty sort of motion, Mm. I like to go one, two, three, and then my fingers will sort of come off or I'll take my hand slightly away or I'll just have that O-ring and I'll go as deep as possible. Okay, love that. So it's kind of like one, two, three deep. Yeah. And then kind of come almost all the way off, maybe like a little like flick over the very tip Mm -hmm. of the penis Mm -hmm. with the tongue. And then one, two, three, deep Mm. flick. One, two, three, deep flick. They will lose (laughs) their head. I swear to God, the amount of people who like, I've got so many testimonials from Tongue Tactics, like hundreds. Mm. And the amount of people that are like, the magic sequence, Eleanor, what the fuck? (laughs) What is this sorcery? It is so good. Oh my God, I love that. It's amazing because it I creates think deep like, throating too. People mm, just think it's like boom, 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 boom. Yes. Where, and I, I I haven't got that full sequence down pat. I'm very excited to, mm-hmm. to use that. But I love like, yeah, switching up the rhythm and like yeah. deep throating and then coming back to the tip and like the yeah. circles. And yeah, there is an energy of that's that's just, yeah, driving a person wild when you do that. Exactly. And what I love about this is that like, you know, some people are all about the deep throat and others are not. Yeah. And I never want anyone to feel pressured to deep throat yes. because it is an intense thing and it's mm-hmm. not for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And some people have very sensitive gag reflexes. Mm-hmm. And so this, you don't have to deep throat, but mm-hmm. it's just like that, um, the switch up of sort of not shallow, but like, you know, more shallow, 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 then deeper. Mm. And it's kind of changing that to make them go, oh my God, like I'm, like I'm, I'm in deeper. Yeah. And that feels really, really wonderful for them. Mm. And, um, it and also back to the tip as well. And that, yeah, that's exactly really that like teasing, like mm. flick over the frenulum mm. over the tip as well. Um, leaves them sort of wanting more. And it's, you know, for men, often like that, that continuous pattern can feel feel great. Mm. Um, but it's a nice sort of blend of switching things up and keeping a rhythm as well. Mm. So rather than just like, okay, I feel like I need to just go up and down and up and down and up and down constantly, and I am sore. My neck is sore. Mm. Like I, I'm having no breaks. This is giving you a, a chance to have a break. You get a breath. <laughs> Um, and you can kind of keep it up and you can mm. sort of, you know, I actually like say in my head, like one, two, three, deep, one, two, three, deep. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm doing my thing. Right. And it, it keeps it 
So it's a little bit different. So they 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 get this pattern that they're sort of almost expecting it, mm. um, but you're not switching up too much that they're like, oh fuck it, now I can't focus because you just changed it entirely and you're doing something totally different. Mm-hmm. But it just builds things up so much, gives them a little bit of a window into like that depth, but without you having to like do like a whole minute of like woodpecker style deep throat Mm. um, that doesn't feel good for you and that you can't maintain. This means that you can kind of keep going for ages. And so you could do like five rounds and then you could kind of tease them a bit and just sort of, um, you know, swipe your thumb over the tip and like Mm. look up at them and say something about like how hot they are and like how hard and like juicy they are for you. And like, you know, you say something that makes them just like lose their minds. or maybe, you know, you kind of like gently cut the balls mm. and then like ask them, like, do you want me to keep going and tease them mm. and they're going to love it. And then you go back to your magic sequence again. But I always say like we build up to the magic sequence. We don't start with the magic sequence. You know, we want to we want to take our time before yes, they so- are worthy of. and build up with things like you said before, with like Mm -hmm. licking the shaft, Mm -hmm. circling around the the head. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Balls. Balls. Gently, you Mm. kind of spoke about them then. Tell us more. So how much to incorporate, how little to incorporate, what to do? Really depends on the person. Yes. You know, so some people will have very sensitive and some are like, squeeze <laughs> yeah. go for it right most of the time i think a general rule is be gentle mm-hmm. be very gentle um so when you're doing doing your thing you can even just gently cup and i think it's really really nice to just sort of gently have a, like a little cupping moment mm. um where it's again that like presence like we spoke about with cupping the vulva as our energetic bookends mm. in our pussy pro um lesson it's kind of just that like presence like i'm here and mm. i have some kind of control here and it's enough to sort of sensitize the nerves a little bit Mm. and just holding there can be really really nice you can also like gently massage um the balls as well just really tune in with like how they feel and if they actually want want that um sensation or not you can gently sort of like almost like tickle not like tickle but like (laughs) slightly stroke very nice and gentle as well um as you're doing your thing yeah you know and that can be really really great um some people will find that like a bit of uh, pressure on the perineum as Mm -hmm. well can be really really uh, wonderful and that can Mm -hmm. enhance things i would tend to save the perineum um stimulation for when later in the game later in the game (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) we want to you know make sure that we've done our 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 work um the the thing that we came there to do yes before we uh sort of stimulate that spot makes them go well and it's over yes because something i was going to ask um and we talk a lot here on the podcast now listeners love us talking about anal and butt play, yeah. uh, which I love, which I think for a man or a person with penis can be incredibly pleasurable, yeah. um, especially when, you know, any time during pleasure, but yeah. um, especially when they're having their cock sucked. So I love that you just said like, don't go there too early because that can be an incredibly stimulating experience for yeah. you know a man. So yeah, any any suggestions mm. or recommendations if someone is wanting to you know add butt play into yeah well, into that experience? 
Um, as always, um, making sure that you have that conversation first, that yes. you are aware, um, because, you know, a lot of people do have a lot of armor around, um, around anal. Yeah. And so, yeah, firstly, you know, this is something that they're into or they're not into. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have that sort of consent there. Um, but then starting, I would say like kind of working your way there. Mm-hmm. So like you're, you're, exploring with the penis and then you can explore with the balls and then you can go to the perineum and have like a bit of pressure and just like that gentle sort of like push and even just like a a steady push and hold. Yeah. And then maybe you sort of pulsate a little bit and then Mm. maybe you circle around there and then you can kind of work towards the actual anus itself. Mm. Um, And I'm going to use this as a little example um, (laughs) for the video, Um, but just sort of allowing um, the the presence so it Mm. might even just be a finger there or a butt plug just like placed on Mm. not in yet because that even that pressure can be really that can be all incredible even like you said that pressure on the perineum i know Mm -hmm. that's something jacob loves so yeah that's sometimes you know i won't him or i won't want to you know do butt play in that moment but just that pressure on the perineum whilst you know, sucking his cock is, that's and I, I bring that in towards the end because I know that's going to be just something that to really trip. It. Totally. Mm-hmm. And all playing with kind of like doing that, coming off it, doing that. And that can just be a really beautiful amplifier for the experience. Definitely. And mm-hmm. so I think, yeah, I think that's a really, really good point that like when we talk about anal, it's not just like suddenly you have like a dildo all the way up yeah, or like the biggest plug like you've ever seen in. It's like working your way there, like even just the presence of like like massaging the like the ass cheeks and then getting mm. closer and closer and this like massaging around the anus itself that can feel really really great for someone and it doesn't have to go any further than that. Mm. Um, we were talking yeah. about blended pleasure in the last episode and I haven't really thought of it like this, but that yeah. can almost be you know I noticed this in my husband like yeah like even just touching you know the the groin or the inner legs or like yeah the 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 butt cheeks or the yeah. parent like just adding that stimulation or just a sense yeah. of touch whilst sucking his cock is just such an it incredible experience. totally absolutely and i think this is a really really important thing to to think about you know everybody has the potential for blended orgasms mm. um and for someone with a penis, you know, yes, the arousal starts from the center, but as you're like sucking and you're doing your thing, the rest of their body is going to start getting a bit more charged. And so mm-hmm. let your hands wander. If you have hands available, mm-hmm. then let them wander, like, you know, gently sort of stroke um, inside the thighs, um, bring your hands around to their booty, you know, go up along their chest, maybe mm-hmm. like a finger in their mouth as well. Like that kind of thing can feel so great mm-hmm. um, to just sort of blend it and bring their awareness out as well. Mm. And it, this is especially handy. So I talk about in tongue tactics, um, a concept that I like to call the pleasure percent, um, which is essentially the, um, the act of edging, right? Yeah. But when you think that your partner is getting too close to finishing and you're not finished, mm. you're like, I want to keep on going. I've got so much more, like I've got the magic sequence. I haven't even gotten there yet. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Like we can actually start to diffuse that pleasure. Yes. So it's all sort of concentrated in the penis. And they're like, oh my God, like everything feels amazing here. Mm. But if we feel like, oh, they're getting really close mm. and I want, I want to extend their pleasure, 
then I'm going to sort of move away from it. And so I might sort of slow down what I'm doing here or pull away slightly, not not fully. I think if we fully kind of just leave them, yeah. um, it can feel like, wait, <laughs> yeah, go. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so just sort of slowing down or um, reducing the intensity of what you're doing around their mm. penis and then moving the sensation elsewhere on their body, that can help to diffuse that pleasure. And it can bring that awareness like, oh, wow, like I actually can feel some pleasure moving throughout my chest now. And like, oh, I feel it kind of running down my legs. And that's a really wonderful invitation for them to really expand their pleasure potential and not have it so genital focused. I think that's, you spoke about a blowjob being like a gift we can give a man that I think even more so because it's almost like we're support inviting them into a new relationship with pleasure in their body mm-hmm. because a lot of men have just related to their cock in this like I'm gonna just go in somewhere out, privately put on porn mm-hmm. quickly you yeah. know yeah like jerk off and they don't really know the experience of yeah. like how that pleasure can move from the genitals into the rest of the body so yeah. so that can I almost think of like blowjobs as like there's almost like priestess energy where it's like I was gonna say I'm like thing. let me like, teach you what's possible in yeah. your body. I'm gonna <laughs> I can show you the world. Like, <laughs> it's that's what I feel like when fully. I yeah, I'm like just you wait, baby. Like we're gonna we're gonna go somewhere special. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so wonderful. But like you know, I think that is such a common. Um, identity or um, experience that it's like, okay, cool. Any type of pleasure, whether it's me jerking off, whether it's me fucking someone, or if it's me getting a blowjob is just in, out, in, out, in, out, really, really quick and boom. Mm. And that's it. Mm. Felt good. Amazing. It's a little snack, but there's so much more that we can experience. And Mm. if you're like sharing a blowjob with someone, you're going to bring that pleasure to them. Like, I want you to know that you have so much power there. And power isn't like, and inherently like bad or negative thing like that's such a fucking amazing thing what a privileged position to be in to have that power to bring someone so much pleasure Mm. like use that like revere that and like worship that cause because Mm. it's so it's so cool seeing someone just like lose their mind because of you and that let's speak I want I want to hear a few more tactics but Mm. I also I think that energetic piece, and I remember when I used to suck cock from this place of like, mm. well, I don't want to be down here. Like, yeah. can I just get it over and done with? Yeah. What would you say to someone who is sitting here being like, oh, like, like you enjoy you that? What do you yeah. like? Yeah. <laughs> and because I think a big part of like cock worship is being able to genuinely, mm. you know, look that cock in the eye and be like, you're beautiful. I'm yeah. excited to put you in my mouth. I'm excited to, yeah. you know, have a relationship with you right now. Mm. And that can be a fucking journey. Yeah. Um, and I think is deeply related to obviously the person who mm-hmm. has that mm-hmm. cock as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what would, what would be, what would be some of those pieces you would bring a, around that? If a, yeah. Well, so very similar to um, the topic that we talk about a lot when we speak about going down on, um, a pussy is mm. safety. Mm. So I'm not going to give just anyone a blowjob mm. just because I like giving blowjobs. Mm. I like giving a blowjob to someone who I feel deserves it, mm. who I feel safe with, who I trust, 
who I know cares about my pleasure as well and isn't just trying to use me to get their pleasure, mm. despite the fact that I'm I'm wanting to bring them pleasure in that moment, if I feel like it's kind of more like transactional or just like one-sided, yeah. I'm not going to be ex- as excited about doing that. So I firstly I think about like who who are you going down on? And like, mm. do you actually really give a fuck about their pleasure? Mm. Like, do you, do you want to connect with them in this way? Or does it feel like a chore? Do you feel like you're not being respected in some way, shape or form? Is there some kind of lingering resentment within your relationship, um, within your connection? Then it's not going to be as reverent. You're not going to, to like it as much. Um, and so I think that's a really, really key factor. Yeah, agreed. That, you know, as much as I love sharing like tangible tips and techniques, mm. we can never ever just throw that onto a bad relationship. You know, if you're like, I resent you because for the past like 10 years, you have belittled me every single day in front of my family or whatever, mm. or like you literally never do what you say you're going to do. Or like there's something there that is like this this festering resentment there's no no tips and tricks that I can teach you that are going to just be like oh cool now you like I can give you a great blowjob like I don't want to because I don't like I resent you like I don't feel connected with you I don't feel safe with you I don't respect you or I don't feel respected by you like you're not you need to work on that stuff first yeah and so this isn't a band-aid this is more like how can we elevate a great sex life that we already have I love that and so much of what you just spoke about is like such key topics we talk about here like that resentment piece I often Mm -hmm. say if you don't want to fuck your partner what conversation are you not having yeah like what's going unsaid we talk about like the channel between the hearts like what's there that's blocking that intimacy that then makes all of this possible and fun and playful and beautiful exactly yeah yeah a thousand percent and the thing is as well like I want to really speak to like the single folks as well Mm. because um, and I know that your audience is predominantly couples Mm. but you know any single people listening I think it's also really important to recognize that you can still have some really wonderful and connected and Mm. intimate sex casually Mm. and you don't have to have this like wild long-term love to be able to have that deep connection and like Mm. give a great blowjob but you just do have to feel respected by the other person yeah and you have to respect them as well like if you're going to share connection and pleasure and intimacy with someone like there's got to be some sort of base level there Mm. if you're like "Mm, I'm just going to use this person to get off or I feel like they're just using me to get off and they don't actually care about me at all um or we haven't had any conversations about where we stand then mm, it's not going to be as good Mm. you might put on like a great performance and a great show and it might be wonderful and they might have a great time but I really really would love to advocate um for you prioritizing your pleasure and your connection and your intimacy and honesty there Mm. as well Mm. yeah love that Okay, any more tactics you want to share? <laughs> okay, so there's lots of different ways to like lick and suck, of yeah. course. So we've got like the lollipop, sort of just like licking straight up and going around and then back down. Um, I like to kind of call it like a corn cob, but like don't bite. Um, it's more <laughs> of like a kissing, so you can kind of like kiss um, and not just like a peck, but more that like kind of making out like with tongue. Yeah. Kiss up along the shaft and then around the tip as well. Okay. So like the sides. Yeah. Yeah. Like a corn cob. Almost. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can kind of do that. That's more of a, an entry level. So like starting off. Yeah. And teasing them. 
And then like just fully entry level like meaning. As in at the beginning the of beginning. a blowjob. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not you not know, like, like if baby's you're a first. beginner blowjob. <laughs> baby's first blowjob. <laughs> Maybe it is. Um, but like starting, we start sort yeah. of there because that's more of a tease. Um, mm-hmm. At some point, that's not going to feel as exciting. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be like, okay, <laughs> let's continue on. Yeah. Um, but just like fully making out with the cock as well, like the tip of it, just like, Mm. you know, bringing that tongue in and sort of swirling it around. Mm. Um, I like to think of more kind of like a little cyclone around. So you can, similar to what we talked about with the clip, creating that kind of vortex in a way. Mm. So you might sort of suck on the head or bring your mouth over the head, the corona of the penis. And then at the same time as having that sort of suction, you're swirling your tongue around right? You might swirl it around in circles. You might go side to side or up and down as well. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is with with the penis is we want to make sure that we get a lot of it involved. Yes. The main sensation is going to be around the corona and the tip, but we want to, you know, pay attention to the whole shaft. So that's why I like to do that magic sequence where I'm paying attention to the top Mm -hmm. and then I'm going deeper and then I come up and I pay a little bit more attention here mm. and I tease them to the point of like, oh my gosh, they're getting close. And then I'll sort of back it off by taking in the whole penis, right? Mm. So we kind of go around. You kind of spoke about eye contact before. And I oh. think like when you're at the tip of the head, that can be a really beautiful time to just like oh. look up a little too. I think that's yeah. really fun. Another thing I love to do is give a blowjob in front of a mirror. Mm-hmm. We have mirrors in our bedroom, so it's easy, but... Th- Speaking of power, I love oh, yeah. like having moments of seeing myself. Oh my gosh. And I think amazing. And I, I just think again, this is for anyone who feels like, fuck, I don't. That feels like a duty. I do it, mm-hmm. but I don't I'm yeah. finding it hard to access that place where I feel like a fucking powerful priestess. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that for me, just having that reflection of me doing that can yeah. really activate my own turn on. Yes. Like a blowjob can feel like foreplay. For, for oh, me, yeah, not just, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I find that too. Like, I, I often find that, like, I've gotten to a certain point and I'm like, I now need you inside me elsewhere. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm worked up. Yeah. Um, and so, huge advocate for the mirror, mm. um, massive advocate for eye contact. Mm. You know, even if you're like, you know, laying down or you're on your knees below them, mm. like, that eye contact is like, it, it can be really cheeky and really mm. powerful. I'm like, do you want me to continue? Or like, oh, do you like that? Asking those questions and teasing them, like they're going to just lose their shit. And having a mirror there, amazing to see that reflection of like, this is how powerful I am. Mm. I also think it's really, really wonderful if you have hands available, like you can sort of start to massage your clit or Mm. your breasts as well. Bringing your breasts in as well is Mm. a really, really wonderful thing to to do to sort of switch things up, especially if you're getting a little bit sore in your jaw. Yeah. (laughs) You need a little bit of a break. Um, But a lot of men will will really enjoy that visual of um, their cock between your breasts. Mm. Um, And it can feel really wonderful for you as well. So sort of like cupping and like squeezing you know, um, the cock around, um, so in between the breasts Mm. can be really great. And so you can kind of incorporate that and then like a little bit of a lick and then kind of go back to your blowjob. It's a nice little intermission, if you will. (laughs) Just a little like titty intermission. (laughs) Please enjoy the titties while we have a a short break. (laughs) (laughs) 
Exactly. I think there's just so much more than what we think. Yeah. It's not just woodpecker in and out. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we get to expand Mm -hmm. our sexual partner's experience of their own pleasure usually in in Uh, when we're expanding our repertoire of tongue sucking, (laughs) touching tactics. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, you know, we have often this very – with a lot of things in life, but we have a very like narrow view of like, oh, well, blowjobs are just like woodpecker style, in and out, in and out, quick, mm. quick, 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 quick until they come. Mm. Um, but we can make it so much more interesting for them, for us. We can expand that potential for pleasure and we can also really extend it. You know, I think that so often we have this idea that like men come really fast and blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, I don't want to give, I know a lot of women actually have told me that like, I don't want to give a blowjob because then they're going to come too fast and then I'm not going to get yeah. mine. Uh-huh. And so something that I do actually teach in Tongue Tactics is about like, you know, the grand finale. Like, are we are we finishing and are they finishing on us, in us? Um, mm. Or are we like moving it along? Sorry, are we kind yeah. of saying, okay, now the next stop on the pleasure train is yes. <laughs> my vulva, let's go. I, and do you teach to have that conversation mm-hmm. bef- to be kind of clear on that before or what what are, mm. what's your thoughts around that I think you can have it before but I also think it's really nice in the moment to yeah. be like oh my god babe I need you inside me yes yes you know and that's really hot like you can kind of like do your thing and see with the nonverbal cues and see where they're at and if they're getting close and then you could just say like oh my god like I you could come up and like kiss mm. them and just be like I need you inside me right now and like mount them and it's just like mm. you know get on top and have have a little ride mm. um, or like, babe, I need you to take me now. Mm. So you can invite the experience to continue. I think so often we think it's like a grand finale and it's just going to end there. Yes. And sometimes that can feel um, a bit too one-sided if we mm. haven't had our pleasure. You know, yes, giving a blowjob can be super, super pleasurable, but we still haven't had our gen- genitals stimulated, and we're like, I want that too. And like, we don't we, like, we don't want them to have like come, and then they're like, oh, cool, they're all so, sated yeah. next to us, and we're like, oh man. <laughs> and if they, you know, don't sort of offer to, con- I don't ever want it to be transactional. Like, you get your turn, and I get my turn. But we can continue this, and it, it can be, yes. it can be the start of the journey. Yes. It doesn't have to always be the full stop. Totally. You know, and an orgasm and like coming isn't ever a full stop either. We just have that ingrained in us that that like, oh, man done, sex done. Yes. That's not true. Uh Uh-huh. And I would really like to sort of challenge people to question that conditioning around man come, sex done, you know? Mm. We can keep on going. There's so many different things that we continue to do and we can advocate for our own pleasure and we can, you know, try different things. Um, But yeah, I think there's uh, a lot more that we can do from there. Yeah. I think that advocating for our own pleasure as women is just like, (sighs) that's one of the biggest pieces, right? And so much. I I think when we are advocating and I've seen this in my own journey and many of the women I've worked with, when we actually learn that we are more excited to fucking pleasure our partner because we're not in that resentment of like, this is feels one-sided. This feels super transactional every time we're doing it. Or like this feels just, yeah, like dutiful. Yeah. Where it actually feels like, yeah, we're having our needs met and we have, we're taking up space Mm -hmm. in that part of the relationship. Yeah. Because Mm. like, you know, you're going to feel this energy if 
Like if someone's going down on you and they're like, oh man, I really hope that they don't come because I want to keep having like different styles of sex. And like, you're going to kind of feel that hesitation and the pulling back in a way. Whereas if you know, I'm going to provide them a lot of pleasure and then we're going to do even more amazing things together. Mm. That's what's coming next. Like you're going to kind of give it your all. You're not going to hold back. Yes. I love that. Mm. One thing that's just popped into my mind and maybe we finish with this, that I think, and I'm speaking specifically of women here. Again, this was my journey and many of the women I've worked with have a fear of actually being the kind of woman that goes, I'm going to suck your cock and I'm going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What would you, what would you, and I know that's a big fucking job. Yeah. yeah. We could do a whole episode on that, (laughs) unpacking all of that. Um, You know, I think that part of me wants to talk about the, the Madonna whore complex when it comes Love to this that. kind We've of thing. We've done a whole episode on that. So amazing. I'll guide people back, but please speak, speak Beautiful. into it. Yeah. Definitely check that out because it's such a, such a frustrating and common belief that a lot of people have, especially mm. men around um, how a woman can be and what it, what her sexual liberation means about her as a person mm. and her morally. Mm. And so I think that there's, and, and we, we take this on, we internalize this a lot as women. And so I think that there can be this assumption that a sexually liberated woman, a woman who is like, fuck yeah, I want to suck your cock and I'm going to make you come so hard. And like, I can't wait to like ride your dick that you couldn't possibly be an intelligent, a nurturing, um, a, you know, an honorable woman if you mm. say that kind of dirty stuff. You're one or the other. You're the mm. Madonna, Madonna or the whore, the mother or the whore. You can't possibly be both. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just another one of those limiting sort of paradigms that we uh, play into in this world, in this society, and that we've had thrust upon us. And so a lot of the time we have these conditions, um, this deep conditioning that we are not aware of. Mm. And that's why, you know, people listening to these podcasts who are learning more, um, who've listened to your past episode will understand, oh, fuck, maybe I've had some of this conditioning and I need to question it. I need to start peeling it away Mm. because it's not helpful because it's holding me back from like having as much pleasure as possible. It's also holding me back from seeing that this person that I'm dating is an amazing person and a fucking incredible lover and they can be both. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, um, the mother of my children is also like dirty little whore. Exactly. <laughs> and how good. You don't have to be one or the other and one uh, doesn't take away from the other. Yes. So that's, I mean, just going to leave that there. <laughs> and I think as a woman, it's like actually... <sighs> I think often women are waiting for that to feel comfortable, yeah. but actually it feels fucking edgy to, to yeah. be like, oh, what does it feel like to really own my slut? Yes. And to just go wild while I'm giving him a blowjob. Like yeah. that's, that is going to feel edgy at first. Yeah. I'm such an advocate for leaning into like the awkward and knowing yeah. that you have to kind of feel awkward and uncomfortable in order to access yeah. these new parts of ourselves or awaken these parts of ourselves that we haven't yeah. really let ourselves or we've been conditioned to contort and dilute and mm. I think that's a big part of about being a woman or yeah being someone that enjoys yeah. sex enjoys 
sucking a cock. It's like, yeah, you've got to really give yourself permission to be that woman. You absolutely do have to give yourself permission. And I also hear, I think, you know, people listening to this episode, if you're you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, but some men that I've been with are super judgy and they mm. they immediately think that I'm a slut or they will um and slut in a bad way, you know, they they have these judgments around mm. me being sexually liberated. I want you to know that that is not a man. Mm. That is a scared little boy who mm. doesn't understand and appreciate mm. the full spectrum of women and stop dating those fucking losers, <laughs> <laughs> to put it really bluntly. Like, if, if, if the man that you're dating is threatened by your sexual expression, he's got some work to do. If he's willing to do it, brilliant. But if he is so so heavily conditioned that women are meant to be a certain way and if you are outside of that sort of sexually sort of mm. limited box that they they want and accept, then he's not for you. A fucking man. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a great place to end. Yes. <laughs> Stop dating losers. <laughs> Give great blowjobs, but only to the ones that really that deserve, deserve it. it. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to add before you share with the people how to find you? I feel like we really just wrapped that up so nicely. We did. Yeah. 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 Okay. Tell for all the people that want to go and buy BJ Queen or Pussy Pro, where do they find her or where do they find you? So you can find me on Instagram at Eleanor Hadley. My website is eleanorhadley.com and you can find all of the information on how to work with me or learn how to become a BJ Queen right there. Thank you so much for being here. This is so much fucking fun. So much fun. I loved it. And have fun, everyone, with your new skills. There's so much to practice from these last two episodes. DM Eleanor with all your uh, testimonials and results. I I need to know. I need to know how it all goes. What are we all practicing? The magic sequence. The magic sequence. The magic sequence. I'm excited to practice the magic sequence. Please give me a review. I'd Um, love to know. Definitely let you know. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Yay. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sex, Love and Everything in Between. Now, if you'd like to stay connected with Meg and I, you can head on over to Instagram and follow me at the Jacob O'Neill. And where can people find you, lover? At the.meg.o. Amazing. And yeah, guys, check out the show notes for all other information in regards to what we've got coming up. And yeah, we're super, super grateful that you guys have taken the time to listen in to this podcast if you do have any topics or any questions like i said hit us up on instagram and we'll see what we can do apart from that have a beautiful beautiful rest of your day thanks for being here big big love